0: Let us pray. Tell us what we need to hear, O God, and then show us, show us what we need to do to be disciples of Jesus Christ. Amen. There was a crowd there 2,000 years ago on that hill, and they were all there on that hill where Jesus died his friends, his enemies, and those who were neither, but just hung around to see what all the fuss was all about. The setting for that strange scene was one brushed on the canvas of history, boldly stroked in colors which portrayed the qualities of the participants, some red with anger, others purple with rage, green with envy, yellow with cowardice, blue with loyalty, white with holiness, black with reverence, and then the gray, gray with indecision. Jesus the Christ was dying on a cross, and on the ground were spectators of every kind, enemies, undecided, distant disciples, close companions, loved ones, even his mother. Yes, was a crowd there for Jesus' crucifixion, but not many in the crowd were shedding a tear for him. Many in the crowd were openly ridiculing him, their contempt undisguised, and using a customary and unmistakable gesture, those who passed by wagged their heads, spat and hissed, aha, we've got him. Whether hired by the high priest for a few shekels, or acting of their own volition and without pay, they came not to serve him, but to insult him. And not to bind up his wounds, but to sprinkle salt in them. And they added to the condemned man's pain. They had reason to believe that they were on the winning side that day thinking that this strange Galilean in a few minutes would be dead, and in a few hours would be buried, and in a few days would be forgotten. So scornfully they screamed, Ah! We did it! And yet, and yet, an element of cosmic surprise was reserved for both the friends and the foes of Jesus, but the passing of time was required to reveal the nature of that surprise. Stay tuned for next Sunday. For now, we remain at the beginning of Holy Week, marking time with our Lord as he spends the last days of his life on his earthly journey, and as we go solemnly through the events of this week, including Maundy Thursday, Good Friday and Saturday's Great Vigil. Many worshipers will sadly miss these days and these events, mostly because many of you just will not make the time to do so and not bother to tune in to the online services. This is very unfortunate, because, but it's understandable Given our fast-paced modern culture, right? Americans are not good at delaying celebrations, are we? We don't like to wait for anything. Let the good times roll. Let the celebrations begin. Isn't that what we've been taught in our instant gratification, pleasure now, pain later society? Let's demand the good grades without performing excellently. Let's dance in the end zone without making the block. Let's own the BMW without being able to make the payments. Let's adore the sweet little baby Jesus in the manger at Christmas, but ignore the Son of Man coming in Advent to right the evils of the world. And let's go straight from the hosannas of this day, Palm Sunday, to celebrating Easter next Sunday without having to walk with Jesus to the cross and our own crosses. Why wait? We want resurrection now and forego the suffering. That's exactly what many of the persons who felt, uh, felt who witnessed the events that we commemorate this week. But the passage of time would reveal to them that they were shortchanging themselves. Who were these people anyway? Who was there that momentous week when Jesus was assassinated by the state and the religious world collaborating together? Who was there? Well, they were all there. The soldiers were there driving nails into limbs, placing thorns on a bloody head, wiping vinegar on parched lips. Their job was to inflict physical pain. And they were just doing their job, you know, as all soldiers must do. They were there. The political leaders were there to witness the demise of yet another man who would be king. We don't have to worry about this one either, they said to themselves, as he breathed his last. The gamblers were there, smelling an opportunity to make a buck from a a condemned man's estate. What did he leave? Only a garment? Well, somebody's got to do it. After all, it's just business, you know, just business. It's not personal. They were there. Simon of Cyrene was there, another foreigner, a man of color, pressed into involuntary servitude. The super-duper religious people were there, those pious ones, one whose lips are always glib quotations from scripture, while they persecute, persecute those they think are beneath them and who believed differently from them. They stood there saying, we won alongside the unbelievers. Priests and scoundrels, merchants and beggars, women and men, black, black, white and brown people, the young, the old, married people, single, gay people, transgendered people, saints and sinners, they were all there. And the disciples, the twelve disciples, they were not there. Not there. Physically, anyway. They were too afraid to be on Golgotha's hill with Jesus. but They were there in their tortured consciences and their guilt. They tried to escape, but couldn't. In their conspicuous absence, Jesus' disciples were there. In fact, the whole world was there at the cross, wasn't it? Every human being was represented at Calvary. And everything that human beings go through, every dashed hope, every unloving act, every senseless act of violence, every disability and disease, every experience of pain and suffering, every reminder that one is at the bottom of the social uh, totem pole in this society, every reason to end living in this crazy world. In every desire to join that condemned man in his agonizing last moments on the ultimate absurdity of the cross, it was all there, all there. And it still is today. Today. Spring 2021. For the downtrodden souls of this world, for a disproportionate number of black and brown peoples all over the world and in this country, for the poor, the outcast, the marginalized, and the forgotten, they too, just like their Lord, will be crucified this Friday. Crucified on Saturday. Crucified on Sunday. Crucified on Monday day by day, nailed on the cross of neglect and bigotry and hatred by a world that turns its back on their pain. They, with Christ, have been placed on a cross and laid in the tomb by systems that do not care about them or for them, and they are still here today. But who will roll away the stone for them? This week, the cross would still draw the world's attention to the fact that humanity tried to kill God's Son in some forsaken corner in the Middle East. The world was there then, and it's still there today. They were all there. But were you there? Were you there when they murdered Jesus? You know that old African-American spiritual, were you there when they crucified my Lord? You know, it's not only a simple but moving tune that places you at the cross with Jesus, but it's also a physiological wonder for what it does to your body when you sing that spiritual. My wife, who is a musician, an Anglican musician, she tells me of musicologists who talk about the genius of that spiritual that has one crying out in a Long soulful moment. Oh, 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 sometimes it causes me to tremble, tremble, tremble. Notice the sound of the um, the um sound and tremble. When hummed three times slowly, has the primal effect of going to the depths of one's very soul. The oom sound, when voiced, it repeatedly descends to the deep, hence the widespread use of oom in meditation in an ancient and modern chant in a variety of cultures. It's a universal intonation that brings the whole created order into one's own being. First with the lament, oh, sometimes it causes me to tremble, tremble, tremble. Were you there when they crucified, my Lord? What's the meaning of Holy Week for you? What makes you tremble today? Anything? Does the Divine One attempted, attempting to murder the Divine One make you? tremble? Does hearing the story of Jesus' crucifixion today make you tremble? What can you find there that's missing from your life here and now? Come and see. Come and see. For, next, for the next several days at St. Columbus Church, you are invited to spend some time with this man, Jesus, as he faced the end of his life. You can have your feet washed, some of you, a few of you, as he lovingly wanted his disciples to do for each other. You can virtually, if not in person, dine with him at the commemoration of his Last Supper. And you can watch with him as he whispers his last words on the cross. And as he is laying in a tomb to await the central act of the Christian faith, come, come and see. Gather again and again to see what's there at Calvary's Hill. For even though you and I are here, what we really desire And what this tortured world so desperately needs is there. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit.